Hello, listeners. This year has just begun. We are in the thick of awards season now, and we're already getting ready for the films coming out next year. It's really interesting that when you take a look back, the current Oscar race seems farther away. For me, at least. I've been so wrapped up in the films that are coming out that all of the movies that people are being introduced to for the first time, I've known about for the greater part of a year. And now I can see how the rest of the world reacts to it. Obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, we've been talking about The Post, then it became The Papers, and now it's back to The Post, since the beginning of the year. When Spielberg's movie was announced that he was going to be directing, which was called The Kidnapping of Edgaro Mortara, which is going to be Oscar Isaac and Mark Rylance. It was going to be this big socio-religious political kidnapping thriller, but he put that on hold to make The Post. So... Now that we're in the middle of Oscar season, it's really cool to think, wow, people are discovering the post for the first time. It's cool to have the inside scoop. So it begins again. While we're getting ready or catching up on all of the potential award films of this year, the race for 2018 has already begun. First up on that list, the announcements for the 2018 Sundance Film Festival. Here's just a few of the titles that I'm looking forward to. Now, this is entirely alphabetical. No hierarchy here because, honestly, these movies are a complete mystery to everyone, myself included. Here we go. Starting first with the feature films. These are the films that I've combed through and think that these are the standouts of Sundance for this year. If you have a chance to go to Sundance, go, obviously, but keep an eye on the films. They'll, of course, be released later throughout the year, and we might be talking about them later as we did with Call Me By Your Name and The Big Sick and even Get Out had its premiere at Sundance. All right, here we go. A Futile and Stupid Gesture. Directed by Wet Hot American Summer creator David Wayne, the movie chronicles the rise and fall of the National Lampoon. The film stars just about everyone in the improv comedy scene in Hollywood right now, including Will Forte, Donald Gleason, Thomas Lennon, Joel McHale, John Gimberling, Matt Walsh, John Daly, and Paul Scheer, and many others. The film will also be released and available on Netflix on January 26th. It's just having its premiere at Sundance. American Animals, directed by documentarian and BAFTA winner Bart Layton. The film depicts the story of four college students who mistake their lives for a movie and become art thieves who rip off a college special collections library. Starring American Horror Stories Evan Peters and Barry Keegan, who was most recently seen in a supporting role in Dunkirk. Blaze. The story of Blaze Foley, a Texas musician whose songs have been covered by dozens of artists, but never really made his mark in the world as a household name. Directed by Ethan Hawke, it's his third feature film, with a script by Hawk and Foley's former girlfriend, Sybil Rosen, who also wrote the memoir of his life, which was made into a documentary a few years ago, but this will be a feature film surrounding his life. 
Blind Spotting. Hamilton star David Diggs co-wrote this screenplay with his friend Raphael Cassel for this musical buddy comedy about the strained dynamic between the people of Oakland and the police about a parolee played by Diggs who finds it increasingly hard to keep out of trouble during his last five days of probation. Burden. Garrett Hedlund, recent star of Mudbound, stars as a Ku Klux Klansman who falls for a single mom who forces him to confront his hatred after being taken in by an African-American reverend played by Forrest Whitaker, and there he learns tolerance. Directed by Andrew Heckler, the film is set to debut on premiere night of the festival, which is tomorrow. The Catcher Was a Spy Originally set to debut at the Toronto Film Festival, I love this title because it immediately evokes the J.D. Salinger novel The Catcher in the Rye, obviously. Only this film is the story of Mo Berg, a retired baseball player who became a spy to beat Germany in the race to build the first atomic bomb. The film is directed by Ben Lewin, a television director, and stars Paul Rudd as Berg, and features supporting performances from Guy Pearce, Jeff Daniels, Paul Giamatti, and Sienna Miller. As I've stated, this is the one that was supposed to come out with all of the others in Toronto last year, although they had to work on the post-production of it. It wasn't ready in time. So this is one of the most commercial films that will be at the festival this year. Colette. Director Wash Westmerland, who directed 2014's Still Alice, teams with Kira Knightley to tell the story of French novelist Colette, who overcame an abusive marriage and became a leader of her country and a Nobel Prize candidate. Knightley is of course no stranger to these types of roles, having created an impressive resume already with other period films such as Atonement, Pride and Prejudice, and even the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Come Sunday. Starring Chiwetel Ejiofor, this film is the true story about Carlton Pearson, who was declared a heretic by his peers in 2004 for preaching that there was no hell. Martin Sheen co-stars as famed televangelist Oral Roberts, and this film is interesting because it's based around a popular episode of This American Life, entitled Heretics. It's being produced by This American Life, and host Ira Glass also serves as one of the film's producers. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. I love this title. I've loved it since I first saw it a few years ago. The latest film, directed by... Gus Van Sant, about the life of a cartoonist John Callahan, who, after suffering a near-fatal accident, became a cartoonist. He turned to drawing as his form of therapy. Joaquin Phoenix stars as Callahan, with Jack Black, Jonah Hill, and Rooney Mara starring alongside him. A trailer was actually released for this film earlier this week. I believe it was yesterday. And it looks like we could very well see the return of Gus Van Sant to the Oscars, 
which would be 10 years after he did so with Milk, with Sean Penn. Final year of middle school, as she seeks to make a name for herself with her YouTube channel. This film has already been picked up by one of the major studios, A24, the same studio behind last year's Best Picture winner, Moonlight, and this year's Lady Bird. So this film will obviously no doubt be in the conversation for a while if A24 plays their cards right. I know they have some other films coming out this year that we'll talk about in the coming weeks, but this could be a really interesting coming-of-age story, which they like to do. The film stars Elsie Fisher, whose work is most recognizable through her voiceover performance in the Despicable Me franchise. Also, this is the first film that Oscar-winning producer Scott Rudin has ever brought to Sundance, so I don't think this one is going away anytime soon. I think we're alone now. No, not the Tiffany song. I think we're alone now, directed by Emmy Award-winning and Handmaid's Tale director Reed Morano, tells the story of two people who find themselves alone after the apocalypse and form an unlikely friendship. Peter Dinklage and Elle Fanning star. The Kindergarten Teacher. Maggie Gyllenhaal stars as a kindergarten teacher in New York, who becomes obsessed with one of her students, whom she believes to be a prodigy. It's a remake of a foreign film, and the film is already beginning to receive some strong word-of-mouth reviews for Hall's performance, which, in my opinion, is long overdue. Leave No Trace The long-awaited follow-up from Winter's Bone director Deborah Granick. The film stars Ben Hardy, and newcomer Thomason McKenzie as a father and daughter who are desperate to keep their happy off-the-grid lifestyle in the woods of Forest Park when they are discovered. It's based upon a novel of the same name. This one is definitely one to keep an eye on. This director, Deborah Granick, is the one who discovered Jennifer Lawrence, and word is that she's done it again with this young actress, Thomason McKenzie, as well. Lizzie. The story of the infamous family annihilator Lizzie Borden, with a focus on the 1892 trial and later acquittal. Chloe Savini stars as Borden, a role she was previously attached to in 2011 for an HBO feature, with Kristen Stewart co-starring as Borden's live-in maid-slash-lover Bridget Sullivan. The Miseducation of Cameron Post From Desiree Akvan comes the story of an orphaned girl who is sent to a conversion therapy center after her aunt catches her in the act, literally. She finds new friends who join her in her defiance to be, quote, re-educated. Starring Chloe Grace Moretz as Cameron Post and also based on a novel of the same name. The film also stars American Honeys, Sasha Lane, and John Gallagher Jr. alongside uh, Jennifer L. as a nurse ratchet-type villain. Ophelia. Ophelia is the story of Hamlet, only told from the point of view of the lady-in-waiting to the queen who captures the attention of the young Danish prince amidst war and betrayal. 
Star Wars actress Daisy Ridley makes her leading debut as Ophelia, while Naomi Watts, Clive Owen, and Tom Felton co-star as Queen Gertrude, Claudius, and Laertes, respectfully. Private Life Catherine Hahn and Paul Giamatti star in this drama about an author who undergoes multiple fertility therapies to get pregnant, causing tension between her and her husband. Savages director Tamara Jenkins writes and directs, with Molly Shannon and Kaylee Carter co-starring. So there's already a great buzz surrounding this film and Catherine Hahn's performance in particular. She did the same thing with Savages. She could do the same thing here. Sorry to Bother You. From rapper-writer-director Boots Riley comes this crazy story of an introverted telemarketer who stumbles on a magical key to his business success. Lakeith Stanfield, who was in Get Out, he was also uh, in a previous film at Sundance last year. I've forgotten the name of it. But he's been around and he's getting a lot more traction. He stars with Thor Ragnarok's Tessa Thompson and this year's Oscar nominee potential Army Hammer from Call Me By Your Name. Hammer is set to play the radical CEO of Stanfield's company. The Tale. Emmy and now Golden Globe winner Laura Dern stars in this drama about a journalist who is forced to re-examine her first sexual encounter and finds blurs between the lines of fiction and reality after confronting her younger self. Dern is on a streak right now, so there's no telling when that will stop, if ever. This could very well be a good launching point for her. What they had. During a bout of dementia, a woman gets out of bed at night and wanders into a blizzard, triggering the homecoming of her daughter and renewing tensions between the patriarch of the family, her husband, and an estranged son who is coming home as they debate placing the mother into a nursing home or not. Starring Blythe Danner, Hilary Swank, the film is written and directed by Elizabeth Chumko and also stars Robert Forster as the father, Michael Shannon as the brother, and Tysa Farmiga as Hilary Swank's daughter. Wildlife. This is the directorial debut of actor and writer Paul Dano. He wrote this, he wrote this adapted screenplay with his wife, um, Zoe Kazan, who was last seen in The Big Sick. And it's based on a best-selling novel and tells the story of a boy in the 1960s who watches his parents' marriage fall apart after his father loses his job and then leaves their family to help prevent a raging wildfire near their new home. And the boy is forced to become the man of the house. The film stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Carrie Mulligan, and... Ed Oxenbolt. And finally, Yardi. Another directorial debut, this time from Idris Elba, based on the 1993 novel about a young Jamaican man who arrives in London 
and unexpectedly discovers the man who murdered his reverend brother a decade earlier. Elba lends a supporting performance as well, with Ami Amin from Maze Runner series starring. So we have a great list of feature films that are premiering and coming out and looking for distributors with Sundance. Now, along with those feature films, Sundance is also known for premiering great documentaries as well. And this year, we have documentaries from a wide range of topics that are timely and notable. Again, these are just alphabetical. Bad Reputation, which is about singer-songwriter Joan Jett and featuring interviews from musicians and other stars. Believer. This documentary focuses on Utah's Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons and Tyler Glenn of Neon Trees and the creation of Love Loud in the wake of the LDS same-sex relationship oppression that they felt in their state. Crime and Punishment, an examination of the ever-present racism in the quota system enforced by the nation's police department with a focus on a group of black and Latino cops who refuse to acquiesce to the quotas that are required of them and are then tormented by their colleagues on the force for becoming whistleblowers. Dark Money explores the importance of campaign finance reform and the dangers of corporate campaign financing by examining a small Montana's town election and the citizens who are trying to take a stand. Generation Wealth. This documentary focuses on materialism and its increasing sway on our culture and society, not only in America, but in the world. This film is directed by Lauren Greenfield, whose previous work includes the 2012 Sundance winner, The Queen of Versailles. Hal, a look into the life of director Hal Ashby, director of Oscar-winning Harold and Maude, The Last Detail, and Shampoo, among others, who was seemingly shut out of Hollywood in the 1980s when Spielberg and the rise of the blockbusters overcame the art house. Now that we're transitioning into more of an art house culture mixed with blockbusters, it's a good time for this film to come out for those who aren't aware of Ashby's work to become familiar with it. Inventing Tomorrow. This documentary tracks the lives of six high school scientists intent on stopping mankind's destruction of the planet and push the narrative of our country and, more importantly, our country's leaders' lack of environmental accountability. Our New President. An examination into the bizarre coverage of the American election as seen through Russian TV propaganda. RBG, the story and life of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Keep an eye out on that name this year. It's going to come up a lot. Who is one of history's most outspoken leaders and influential justices in America's history. And finally, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Acclaimed documentarian Morgan Neville, whose work included, among other things, the 2013 Oscar-winning 20 Feet from Stardom, directs this 
insightful and compassionate look at Mr. Fred Rogers, an ordained Presbyterian minister who made it his life's work to speak openly and directly with children on and off of his long-running show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. That's a documentary that we'll probably hear about for the rest of the year, given the track record. And that's it. Sundance begins tomorrow. We'll hear a lot about the different films that are coming out. The reviews will be heard. I'll recap those, obviously, any of the big purchases. I know that Netflix bought Mudbound last year for a really hefty price, even though it didn't really seem to do much. Call Me By Your Name got picked up. The Big Sick got picked up. And like I said, it's crazy to see what happens every year, but this is where it starts. And that's it for the 2018 lineup. I'll have more when the reviews start coming out. And there's probably other films that I've probably forgotten. And then in a few months, will probably kick myself for doing so. It happens every year. And that's honestly the joy of this whole thing. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next week.